Hey, this is Chris. Before we get to the show, let me tell you a little bit about Anchor. Anchor is our way of we record podcasts. Fantastic. Let me tell you why. It's easy. It's free. There are creation tools that we can record and edit your podcast right from your phone and your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on such um, providers as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast and so much more. Check out Anchor, and you can find it all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor, it's a fantastic way of creating your first podcast and making it work. All right, welcome. It's a Tuesday morning of the Ohioan, January 12th. I'm here with Craig and Brandon. And guys, before I say, hey, I'm in a better mood today. So this could go better. It was kind of awkward yesterday, but we made it. It was good. Lots of people listening. I was appreciative of that. How are you doing, Brandon and Craig? Doing well. well. Fantastic. my line, Craig. Yes. (laughs) You throw away your line. I'm I'm horrible. Right. Brandon, throw me a line if he's doing great, if he's doing horrible. Ah, doing well. It's okay. <laughs> well, it's one of those things that you don't want to answer for a half hour, so it's good. Um, yeah, we're a little abbreviated show. I got a professional obligation this morning, so I got to be in the work a little bit earlier. But let's talk about a couple things. Uh, first of all, Ohio State. Uh, I'm not a big college football fan. I know I'm wearing here my Ohio State sweatshirt, but um, I'm cool this morning. I need to get warm, but... Uh, Ohio State played last night in the national title game, played Alabama, and their season came to an abrupt end. Uh, 52-24 was the final. Uh, Devontae Smith, the Heisman Trophy winning wide receiver from Alabama, over 200 yards receiving in the first half. So just a – it looked like – I mean, it was a great season by Ohio State. They were undefeated. Uh, just ran into a buzzsaw in Alabama. Alabama's your national title. Uh, what do you guys think about it? Well, you know, I think we many people probably thought Ohio State didn't deserve to be in the playoff because they only played seven games. I don't think anybody was going to touch Alabama. You know, Clemson, I think it would have been a similar story. I just think Ohio State came into this game where, you know, they had a lot of confidence. They played really well against Clemson. But at the end of the day, Alabama, they're just a buzzsaw. Their offense was second to none this year. And Ohio State's secondary got torched quite a bit this season. And, you know, you knew that was going to be the challenge, to, you know, last night. And, and obviously Alabama rose to that challenge and just did whatever they wanted to in the passing game. Yeah, they played pretty well. Uh, it was – and Ohio State, you know, Justin Fields was a little hurt last night. Um, and they were without um, Trey Sermon, uh, their big running back that's done so well over the past couple of weeks. I got hurt. On his first carry of the game, he was out. But Master T came in and played well. Um, Brandon, we were hoping that Columbus would be renamed Title Town. There's a crew won the MLS Cup. <laughs> we thought, you know, Buckeyes will follow suit. And then the, maybe the Columbus Blue Jackets will win too. I mean, what do you think this is going to do for Columbus? Oh, I I don't expect um to phase this in the long run, actually. I mean, like, this is, you know, day – Days Buckeyes have hit a similar stumbling block a few years back with Clemson. Now took out Clemson. I mean, 
So I expect them to beat Alabama if that's the same matchup next year. So yeah, like um, Craig kind of um, um, point out, it's been a weird season. <laughs> didn't didn't have as many games, um, and um, some games got canceled. Um, I just yeah, kind of um, untested Buckeyes for sure. But then again, they did well, phenomenal job against Clemson. So um, I you know it's always heartbreaking when you see see your favorite uh, college football team kind of come up short in the champ national championship game. But, um, you know, um, it, you know, it's just been, it's been, it's just, just having a season is, is great for fans who, you know, were dismayed that 2020 might have taken something like that from them, especially during the time when we all needed a good distraction. Yeah. But, you know, Hey, you know, let's, be happy for what they gave us. I mean, they got the national title game, big win over, um, you know, Clemson, and it was good overall. Now, I thought this was interesting. We obviously we talked a lot about COVID on this show. Alana Stefanscu, I, I believe that's her pronounced her last name. Uh, she's a lives in Birmingham, Alabama, and she posted last night. She's she claims this is from Tuscaloosa. Um. Let's assume that's the case. What do you think about that? Are, are we going to see a, a, a COVID spike in Alabama tomorrow? Well, it doesn't look good if that's Tuscaloosa. Um, hopefully it's not, but uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying that Alabama isn't uh, proud of their, their Crimson Tide. I just don't know that they would be, you know, out in the streets partying after what now? I think Nick Saban's seventh national championship. So may, maybe I'm wrong, but uh, uh, hopefully that's not a live scene of last night uh, in Tuscaloosa. It uh, seems a little dangerous out there, but, you know, it, that's that's one of the problems with having sports is, you know, some people tweeted, you know, the Browns won last night. There'd be, you know, and I know the the broad their Sunday night the broad the broadcasters thought maybe they might be uh, you know dancing in the streets and you know getting on top of cars and being excited in Cleveland so that's probably one of the downfalls of having sports is you might still have you know some of this stuff or you might want to have parades and things like that so not uh, not the easiest thing to have but uh, you know hopefully everybody stays safe and doesn't get sick yeah again it has been verified it did go viral and she is from alabama so i mean i've got no reason to doubt it but again a verified tweet just more for discussion purposes um brandon uh, you know mike dewine was on the podcast now he'd say hey this is why i have a 10 p.m curfew does mike dewine look smart right now <laughs> well i mean he even if he had a 10 p.m curfew or not i mean let's say he we, yeah, it's in there now. In like Craig mentions, Browns win Super Bowl. It won't. The 10 p.m. curfew would just be like a um, um, win, uh, salad dressing. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every, everyone mean much. Everyone would be out celebrating. Like they'd be like, "Hey, screw the curfew." It does look yeah. like the, the 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 scene from that picture is is ac- is accurate uh, based on what I'm seeing There's here on video too on Twitter. Sports okay. Illustrated posted a you know wild scene in Tuscaloosa, um, and it, it's just you know it's like Mardi Gras out there. So yeah, it does look like that photo is is verifiable, and a lot of people were excited about the Crimson Tide's 18th title overall, uh, seventh under Nick Saban, if I'm not mistaken. So a lot of excitement there for Alabama fans. 
I think that she shared it. Maybe you know it came from another place and she shared it. Who knows? But okay, well that's that's unfortunate. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll see. So yeah, and yes, we are shaming Alabama because we're the Ohio podcast. I mean, I'm sure if this was it and this was Columbus, we'd be like, oh yeah, it's all right. Ohio State won the title. So <laughs> this means Mike Dwight's lost his sausage bet too with the uh, the governor of Alabama. He had a, a yeah yeah what. Bet. So wait, he was betting sausage. What was the Alabama governor betting? It was it was sausage versus sausage. Although I think we added a cream puff in there as well, but uh, it was going to be, uh, I guess, Ohio's best sausage versus Alabama's best sausage. Um, so I'm I'm not sure if he has to like send over a bunch of sausage or if he have to maybe has to eat Alabama's sausage or something. But they had a a little friendly wager going on there between the two governors. Brian, what kind of bet is that? I and mean, when you bet, you're betting something against something else. I mean, that's like me saying, I'll bet you $5. Well, that's probably not a good example. I mean, that'd be like, you know, I'll bet you my Ohio State shirt and you bet me your Ohio State shirt. I mean, it's got to be something different, right? No, I mean, like, um, the the the, the <clears throat> brand is the state, you know. Um, oh, okay. It's like, um, it's always, always kind of fun, these kind of bets before game where – Oh, if if my team beats your team, you're gonna wear my team's jersey. Um, you're yeah. You're you're yeah. focused too much on the jersey. They're oh, why they're trading jerseys? No, no, no. It's about what's on the jersey. <laughs> but um, or, or like a, or like a specialty. Like you know, hey, I got you my Buckeyes. You know, the chocolate Buckeyes. And I'm yeah. not sure what's the specialty of Alabama. Do you know? I mean, we're gonna get trouble here. A, I actually. Alabama cuisine is not a phrase I often hear. So, right, right. Think, so yeah, I'm even sure. Then again, it probably comes under the label Southern Southern cooking. So. Yeah, and we're not. It looks like know, the wager. It looks, yeah, it looks like the wager was that the wine will have to send uh, some sausage. Uh, that was the wager of a prized pack of of sausage. Uh, so I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure what Alabama's known for. And sausage doesn't sound that good. I, yeah, if you feel like sausage, it's fine, but I don't know. We had our cornhole guy on, Drew Brown, and we were talking about their sponsor, Johnsonville Sausage. And, hey, it's a fine company. I don't want to bash Johnsonville Sausage, but sausage just doesn't sound too appetizing to me. It, it just, you know, I mean, like, if I was a cornhole player, you know, hey, pizza, you know, Papa John's, I want that to be my sponsor. I don't want to be Johnsonville because you probably have to eat a lot of sausage. It just doesn't sound good. What unappealing bet. Uh, very frustrating. I, I mean, you think it would be something more exciting to bet or something. I don't know. You know? Yeah. I didn't even realize that Ohio was that, you know, like sausage capital of the Midwest. I didn't even realize, you know, like maybe Almost. Alabama's a sausage capital. So we decided well, we'll throw in our sausages as well. But I didn't realize Ohio's, you know, sausage, uh, you know, output was so great. I mean, there's Schmitz, of course, the... You know, Bahama Mama, um, the right. sausage from Youngstown is phenomenal. Um, okay. You know, um, for years I would always have it when I ever go down to the Circleville Pumpkin Show. And then when I went to Youngstown, I'm like, oh, this is where the Russo sausage is based. Wow. What hmm. would have thought? Small world. Well, it may so, be yeah. half, half the bet should be sausage, or, or maybe other half the bet could be like an ice cream sundae or something. Or that will melt in the mail, Chris. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> or, or a coupon or something. Or yeah. Or Dewine would be like scandal. Would be like Dwayne steals uh, refrigerated packaging for COVID. Yeah. Uh, right. Right. Like nineteen vaccines. 
to ship over sausage. To- <laughs> yeah. Or or it could be like House Bill Six money, you know, money that was donated <laughs> for House Bill Six. How about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Columbus Dispatch had a story about how some more of that money than we originally thought was going to uh, Dewine. Uh, I, I'd say pockets. This is bad. I mean, re-election po- pockets or something. So. What's going on? Maybe Alabama has a comparable rainy day fund, and we can have yes. like a, we'll have like a double down bet. Like maybe you know if if it's a lopsided, it looked look like it was going to be lopsided, maybe, but uh, maybe they could have bet like you know the points with the you know our rainy day fund versus their rainy day fund. Maybe we could have doubled down and maybe uh, doubled up our uh, rainy day fund or something. You never know. Or even better, yeah. I think like Ohio has what eleven million residents here. I estimated. I'm sure it's more or less than that. But what if we took funding? Okay, like maybe governmental funding, and you know, you bet eleven million governmental funding against their eleven million governmental funding, and we get a buck back. I mean, maybe the government doesn't, you know, send uh, you know, eleven million one dollar checks out to people, but maybe we get a buck off our taxes. It doesn't mean a lot. But the good thing I would say about it is now we give a care because honestly, even if we're huge DeWine fans or if we're huge fans of sausage, why do we care who wins that bet? Or even if, like, let's say DeWine had to wear an Alabama sweatshirt to his next press conference, right? Yeah, you might look at that and say, "Oh, they, there he is, is Alabama in the sports betting." Yeah, I mean, how does that relate to the Civil War? Right. I mean, how does that impact me if I'm like, "Oh, he's got his Alabama sweatshirt on," <laughs> that Governor DeWine. I will say, though, um, college football means a ton down there. Uh, when we adopted our daughter, it was the year after Ohio State beat Arkansas. I think it was in the Sugar Bowl. So we go down there. And, and again, I, I was probably a little bit more into college football at that time. I heard from 10 different people during our visit to Arkansas. And we were in Little Rock, one of their big um, cities. People were still just sore over Ohio State being Arkansas in that game. And it was just crazy. I mean, everyone was asking uh, in our court hearing where we were able to adopt their daughter. They were making jokes about, you're taking an Arkansas girl away from us. And you're probably going to make him a co- her a college football fan of fan of the Buckeyes because you live in Columbus. And, you know, you had to be nice because obviously you want to be able to adopt. But it just got – I mean, I literally happy was going to say – this is a court hearing. Why are we talking about college football? You know, calm yeah. down. But it seems like, and I don't know how it's in Alabama, but I'm assuming it's probably the same thing as it was in Arkansas. I, I mean, yeah, in Columbus here, we all love our Buckeyes and we take it seriously, but I think they take it really seriously down there. I, I bet there was some excitement to the one, not just that the one, the one national title, but to beat the North. I, I think there's still some Civil War stuff going on. I don't think it's got anything to do with the racism or the Confederate flag, but there's still some sore people uh, from the South against the North. I mean, we were in Arkansas. A lot of people were asking about, well, what do you think of it down here? Is it okay? Like, they were really worried about the perception of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's a state. It's fine. You know, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and bash the South, but I don't know. I, I mean, know how Goliath feels. Like, who's David? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know how it is. I mean, it, it, it's so just, it is so strange. So, all, all right. Well, hey, I got to give you some good advice. Um, Chase Bank, our main sponsor. And hey, on the top of viewfromthepew.club, where you see our podcast, there is a be a sponsor. 
and you can help sponsor our podcast. But uh, one of our big sponsors is Chase. We've said this so many times. Um, you need a bank. And, again, it's COVID. I could do all my banking remotely with Chase Bank. They make it so easy. And sign for Chase. Go to the link here on the podcast. Click on it. Accept direct deposit. You get paid 200 bucks. So easy. You, you can get paid for listeners. So what, what a deal. What a deal. Um, and also, um, our podcast, uh, we have two, two segments of our podcast. One, this discussion we have every Monday through Friday. And we also have an interview. And today, I was happy to catch up with my old friend, Laura Kessel, uh, of the Alliance Review. We used to work together at the News Herald, and she wanted to talk Seinfeld. Craig and I usually talk Seinfeld. Uh, since I got Craig here five times a week, uh, we're trying out some other people too, just so I don't want to overwhelm Craig with a six podcast a week. <laughs> so Laura and I, we talked about Seinfeld. We talked about the pledge drive. Guys, it got a little out of control because we ended up talking for over an hour. We talked about The Office. We talked about Frasier, everything else. A lot of just, what do you call it? Um, you know, lots of pop culture discussion. It's fun. It was fun to hang out with Laura and talk to her and uh, looking forward to maybe catching up with her again pretty soon. And then yesterday, want to mention again, uh, Megan Henry from the Columbus Dispatch came on. Uh, she talked some healthcare stories. And guys, you know, if you think healthcare stories are like, oh, COVID, it's probably depressing, it's probably sad. No, she really talked about two positive, uplifting uh, stories. One about Wexer Center, they have therapy dogs. Not just for the patients, but for the doctors. Uh, stressful time for them now. Uh, Megan talked about the therapy dogs are available. And she also talked about a Columbus woman that went through experimental treatment at a Columbus hospital. And now she's feeling really good. So check out those podcasts. Um, lots of content. And we're excited to bring it to you. All right. Um, wanted to talk about this. Kind of an old story. But I, I, wanna, I think it's going to impact us moving forward. Um Last week, obviously, the Capitol riots, which were awful and horrible, um, people are trying to figure out exactly what caused it. And I think one thing, either knowingly or unknowingly, the rally beforehand where uh, President Trump, uh, Donald Trump Jr., and Rudy Giuliani were just kind of getting the crowd fired up. And even if it, that wasn't their intention to say, man, guys, go riot at the Capitol, uh, there's a lot of unanswered questions about what led to that. And it seems to be a pretty, uh, we call it common understanding that that rally didn't help calm things. <laughs> that rally kind of threw a bunch of gas on the fire, on, on the fire. Well, lots of things are happening because of that. Um, there's a, a effort going on, um, to impeach Donald Trump. And I was confused about this a little bit because I said, well, if he's got 10 days left, how do you get that process done? Well, they're even saying that even if this goes on until the summer or the fall, the thought would be is if you impeach him, he can't run for office again. So it could be kind of like a impeachment past his time as president. Well, the thing I want to talk with you guys about, though, is um, another sidelight was his social media accounts have been taken away. Now, Twitter has been his most popular one for sharing with other people. But it's not just Twitter. It's Facebook. It's um, YouTube. It's, um, you know, Pinterest, I mean, um, Spotify. I mean, every all these accounts are, are gone, and he can't go back. He's permanently banned. Also, uh, Parler, which is this um, kind of this, like, rogue site that 
says, hey, we're not going to, you know, censor anything. You can say wherever you want. We believe in the freedom of speech. Well, they're being deactivated from some servers. They're being deactivated from, uh, what do you call it, um, you know, the Apple Store and the Google Store, Play Store and everything. So, in essence, they're pretty much, they may be going away, too. I wanted to throw this out to you guys. I know I'm kind of rambling on here. A lot of people are saying, hey, you know, President Trump, this is censorship. You know, this is a first amendment violation. I don't think it is. Um, these are private companies. They can make decisions that they want. Um, you know, they could go to us, the Ohio, and say, you should be on our sites and take us off, too. I mean, it's a private company. And regardless of what you think about Donald Trump, Donald Trump was good for Twitter. I mean, Donald Trump brought a lot of users to Twitter. Probably wouldn't be on Twitter otherwise. I think it was because no matter what Trump was involved or wasn't involved, I think the thing that you got to think of is there's a lot of reports. The Dispatch had a story yesterday about planned armed protests this weekend in Columbus. Uh, there's plans for protests, maybe armed, maybe a riotous at the upcoming Biden inauguration. And I think you know, these companies are taking a step forward and saying, let's take away anything where people can plan. Uh, QAnon, they removed 70,000 accounts yesterday. So I'm for that. I'm for anything that takes away from potential violence and bad things. I want to throw this out to you guys. I, I want to know what you think about this. As a conservative person, and again, I'm not conservative in terms of my political leaders. I'm conservative about some other ideas and everything. I don't want in the future, and again, I, I support and I justify what's happening now, but I don't want the same thing to happen based on thought. So say I take an opinion that other people don't agree with. I don't want that to happen for that. Now, it hasn't happened yet. It's more happened based on the awful, the riot that killed five people that happened last week. Brandon, I'll start with you. Do you think we have any risk of after what's happening now that maybe in the future, say there's another idea that people don't like that more people will be censored because of that? Or you think it's restricted to the fact of, hey, we're looking at violence. We're looking at, at an event where people died. We're looking at when a national capital was breached. I mean, you think it's going to stick with there or is there a worry that it might go into ideas or is it going to be just stuck with violent events? Well, I think it's a bit of a, um, there is a bit of a blur line between concerns about incitement for violence and ideas, the two, particularly in this case with Parler. Um, and I think um, the um, concerns are, I do think it's, it's just stupid to frame it as a First Amendment thing, because First Amendment's about your relationship with the government. But... Um, as far as like concerns about these private companies that have have um, you know are basically the gatekeepers, the holders of the platforms we use to communicate, that is concerning. Yeah, um, but that was kind of the a similar debate we were having with the net neutrality debates about whether internet service providers can slow down your internet speeds for pro services and products that they don't own, just to uh, kind of um, throw one back at the competition because you know. AT&T or whatnot would want you to use their products, not necessarily Netflix or, or um, any other services. Um, back on topic, though, I think um, 
there will be there will be a, a reaction to this, and maybe that just might mean that there will be some conservative third party out there that will say, "Hey, we need to go not just develop apps for conservative audiences. We need to go now and create competitors towards um, Amazon um, servers, uh, Facebook, um, Twitter. We have to we we have to create our own store, our own play store, our own." I, I think that's that would be seem to be there is a, at least a way forward around <clears throat> in the long run. So I'm not super concerned. I think that's just how that would just that would depend on how um, someone would uh, care about this. Uh, that, would, that would be one solution at least around that. So I'm not super concerned about thought necessarily yeah. censored. Um, but there it is a little troubling. Um, um, in terms of we do see how these tech companies are flexing their muscles but as you point out twitter is losing money or or losing stock value just from banning trump on twitter so there are some checks and balances kind of of, of the free of the market in place already so i'll leave it at that well and the other thing i i think they're protecting security because there are valid I mean, you know, dispatch has a story about yesterday. I mean, you don't have to go that far in message board to see it. There's valid concerns about other protests. And as you see with the riot, you know, it's not all peaceful. I mean, that's what happened in the Capitol. And um, more stories are coming out over the weekend about how, thankfully, it could have been a lot worse. And thankfully, there was some heroic law enforcement people and people at the Capitol that took steps that, it could, I mean, there could have been a lot more people dead. There could have been politicians dead and everything else. So, yeah, no, no I agree with you. I, I think you're right. I think there's a difference between thought and violence. And, again, with what happened, yes, you need to take action. And I bet you it wasn't even just the big tech companies. I bet you there's some law enforcement people saying, hey, is there something you can do? Because if you do nothing and you let this go on, there could be trouble. And blame all of the big tech companies. I, I, everybody's looking at the big tech companies like all oh, their big sensors and everything. I don't think they are because it's been worse. I mean, you can point the figure on the other way and say, how dare you let all this language go on? How dare you let, you know, the stuff going on that you, you, you've had go on for too long? I mean, this is probably a long time coming, to be honest with you. Um, Craig, do you see... What do you think the next step is here? I mean, again, first it was like uh, people directly associated with the riot, and then it was some ideas that, yeah, QAnon's an idea, but QAnon, uh, some of their thoughts have led to some of these, um, you know, protests and everything else. Uh, do you think you think this continues, like in terms of the um, the um, banning of some accounts? Well, I think so, um, and I don't disagree with it. I mean, I know. I think a lot, I think the the failure here for some people in this country is not really having a good understanding of what the First Amendment really is, and thinking that well, even if I say something that could incite violence or say something that's illegal on social media, that it's protected under their their First Amendment rights. There's you know there's you just can't say whatever you want to say. Right. Uh, there there's a freedom of speech, yes, but it's to a point and. I think some people are, are failing to understand that. And I think that's why you have such a, you know, I, I've, from people I know that you, you see a, a little bit of an uproar over what they consider to be censorship over the president. Um, I did want to point out, though, his his uh, YouTube account is still active. So oh, okay. uh, although he does not have social media with Facebook or Twitter, he does still have um, YouTube. So 
Um, but yeah, I think, you know, Brandon kind of touched on it with, you know, th there's going to be a way, I think, for people who believe their voices have been censored to find a way, just like we have with prohibition or illegal drugs, people are going to find a way to communicate socially, whether they're conservative or, you know, QAnon or some other groups, they're going to find ways. And, you know, what ways well, are those? I don't really know, but they're going to find ways to whether it's like Brandon said, set up, you know, their own kind of, you know, services or applications or ways of communication, they'll find a way. And that's, you know, that's going to be their prerogative here going forward if they feel like they're being censored. Well, and let me make crystal clear what I'm talking about. I mean, I voted from a conservative viewpoint, but when I say conservative, I'm not looking at conservative from a political side. I'm more concerned about, you know, in terms of religious freedom. And the religious freedom I'm talking about is just, relationship with God, religious freedom, not, you know, hey, I'm, I got the freedom to vote for a Republican. No, I'm talking about if they ever take a step to say, hey, we're going to kind of restrict a little bit of this because of you being a church or, or you sharing a verse of the Bible, whatever else the case might be. Um, yeah, I mean, I, and I think that's what more fires me up. I mean, again, everything that's been happened, I think it's real. I think it's justified because it, it's I, I been really too silly. <clears throat> I think you're touching on one point, though, is like what, where is one thing about the confusion, I think, between a First Amendment argument and a civil rights argument? I think from your perspective, um, there, I think some of those things might be protected by civil rights oh, uh, okay. characteristics, um, you know, like um, and but then again, that's a debate we're having now with 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 with, uh, with whether cake shops, um, cake bakeries can discriminate against um um lgbtq people um about whether to bake it's about then usually that context isn't necessarily um focused so much on what's put on the cake or you know it's more about who who you're selling the cakes to who so um, um well, i think that's usually usually where those I, protections come into place and i gotta say the thing that bothers me about this and it doesn't matter if you're talking about a gay couple or or whatever you know the case might be I, I believe in, free, you know, the freedom of business. It's like, you know, McDonald's. Uh, my daughter loves grilled cheese sandwiches. There's like one McDonald's I'll do it for her. There's others that don't do it for her. And I know grilled cheese sandwiches and baking cake for a gay couple, it's apples and oranges. It's very different. But what I'm saying is I think being a free country, it's, it's good in terms of freedom of business where as long as not everybody is denying you it's okay. Now, if every cake shop in America forms its union and say, we're not going to do, um, you know, things for gay couples. Yeah, that's a problem. But I think as long as you treat other people with respect, I believe in the freedom of business. Not, I'm not talking just gay couples. I'm talking anything. Heck, if I own a cake shop, I'm still a little butthurt about the Browns beating the Steelers the other day. I may not be happy doing a Browns cake for you. Well, is that my right to do that because I'm a little sore about my the Browns beating my Steelers? I, I don't know. You know what I mean? So I, I'm looking at more of even a freedom of thought, not not just I, I'm well, I would be discriminating against certain people. It's just I think I think it'd be a difference between like let's say Google. Let's keep it specific, like Google Store or Play Store. You know, Google says right. we're not allowing we're not allowing um, any any conservative apps on 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 our app store i don't know if that would violate civil rights but then i think um you know but then again if they said we're not allowing any religious um companies or any religious um 
um, or churches to create apps on our, that will be, we're not providing that space on our store. That might, that might be, I'm not a legal expert and I suggest go, go talk to a lawyer, but uh, might not, might not pass the sniff test with the civil rights um and we're, right, and we're nowhere near there right now. We're we're just talking about a crime that happened last week at the Capitol building, and we're talking about we're putting two two and two together from various national leaders' tweets over the past four years, as well as a rally that happened an hour before before it. So, I, I want to make clear. I mean, they're talking about a particular incident. I'm just hoping it doesn't continue where people say, okay, this worked out good. Hey, we're upset at this. And, Brand, I think you raised a good point. I think it's a civil rights issue and everything. I think there's more protections in place. I, I just don't want this to be a slippery road. I'm 100% for what's happened so far and everything. I think it's good. I, I just want to make sure we don't go too crazy with this. I, I guess that's what I'm saying. So, uh, For the last four years, companies have been more – more have been more cautious, I would say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they've they've well, allowed and, a lot of things to go by. They've been reluctant to, to, to um, up until this point. So we'll, I'm sure, sure we, uh, sure we'll, um, see that still going forward. And I think even for Twitter, it's a business. It's money. What helps make them make their decisions is yeah they have a conscience what happened last week in, in the capital was awful it was bad something to be done but it's all financial decisions and if it doesn't make sense and i think it finally made got sense to the point we're saying hey this is it's going to be hurting our business moving forward and i think that's what helped motivate their decision too not just the morality of man you know what happened last wednesday was awful we got to do something i think money helped you know do that too so all right well guys Always, I appreciate it with the Ohioan. Um, we try to make these 45 minutes. Uh, we've gone over various times. I'm sure we'll go over. Uh, I got work commitments, so I got to um, end this soon today. But we'll be back, and I'm sure we'll be um, breaking the time limits in future episodes. Uh, I wanted to shout something out and give you guys a chance to shout something. I want to shout out our Facebook fans. Uh, guys, we broke a milestone yesterday. Over 100 likes. Last I checked, we were at 107. So congratulations to you guys and congratulations to everyone else. Uh, Brandon, my favorite liker, I don't know if you heard about this, you, uh, Mrs. Klein, your wife is liking our page. I, I, I'm into that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, shared uh, our good discussion about the Capitol riots uh, on our on my page. And I guess that um, led her to liking our page. So. <laughs> well, I want to keep her name private. So thank you, Mrs. Klein. I appreciate it. Share it with your friends. Share uh, And yeah, everyone out there, you know, share it with your friends. I know some people have liked it since they're friends with me personally. But yeah, share a page around. Share a podcast around. Uh, I'm really excited about the growth we've had over the first, I think, about what, week and a half of the show right now. But, you know, we want to keep growing. And to keep growing, keep sharing. And uh, share it with your people. Even if you hate listen to this show if you're like i can't believe these guys have a show they stink share anyway you know share it and say listen to these guys i hate it'd be great so <laughs> i i wonder you guys think we have that many hate listeners it, probably not that many i hope not anyway okay I, I, hope, I hope not either but after reading my my facebook <laughs> comments from the other day i have no idea i may have more i may have hate friends hate family members i don't know 
Oh, well. It, it was interesting. Uh, I, I appreciate all the listeners for that show. And I, I threw out the um, link for my Facebook, and there was a lot of clicks on that link. <laughs> so you can tell that people were kind of wanting to see what was being said on that Facebook thread where I said, hey, I feel dangered. Don't murder me. And everyone else was saying, hey, let's just start ripping the media. And I'm like, come on, what's going on there? So, <laughs> all right. Well, thanks, guys. We will be back tomorrow discussing whatever's happened in the news today. And believe me, there will be some news because, obviously, the news never stops. So, uh, Brandon, Craig, anything else you want to shout out real quick before you take off? No. No. All right, sounds good. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks again. Have a great night, everybody. Well, a great day. I keep saying great night because I'm used to us recording this late at night. But since we're in the morning, have a great day, everybody. Uh, see you tomorrow.